At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. All right, we are in here on Pro Football Rewind. I am Kevin Walsh, joined by Davis Maddox to take you through a great slate that took place here on Sunday for Week 14. Davis, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing I'm doing great. Great slate of games that we had. Uh, great slate. Uh, yeah, it was very good DFS. Very good betting. Uh, how did your Sunday go? Yeah, not not too bad. You know, some uh, some tough things that we weren't able to squeeze out, but uh, that's kind of the nature of the beast. Uh, a, a short opening segment here, so I just wanted to ask you, what do you think the biggest story uh, of Week 14 is from a fantasy perspective? Uh, Mike Evans' hamstring injury, right? Uh, we are going to have Brashad Perryman and Justin Watson playing a bigger role in that high-volume passing offense for Tampa Bay. And Chris Godwin now really is going to have no competition for that target volume in the Buccaneers' passing offense. Could be uh, winning people fantasy football playoff championships while Mike Evans' owners are feeling the exact opposite way. Concern with the Jameis injury that he got pulled at first. I thought maybe it was because of performance, but he then comes in, finishes with all these yards uh, with the hand injury that, that took him out of the game for a brief period. 
you certainly could see them shut him down. You know, they're eliminated from playoff contention. They, they, there's nothing for them to play for. Uh, I guess the one thing you could say is they want as much film and as much of a sample as possible of him in this Bruce Arians offense because they have to decide what to do with him in terms of a contract now in a couple short months. But if he's hurt at all, I would imagine this is probably the last that we've seen of Jameis this year. And then just on the surface, what do you think the biggest story of week 14 is? For my money, it would probably be just the fact that the Pats finally lost at Foxborough. Yeah, it has to be the Patriots' home loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. They've now lost to the Chiefs. They got dunked on by the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, outside of Foxborough, outside of New England, I think the general opinion now on the New England Patriots is that they are uh, they are a beatable NFL mm-hmm. team, and that's the first time that's been the consensus for a while. Yeah, I, I think the Pats are good, not great, but we will have the ability to expand on that throughout Pro Football Rewind. When we come back, Davis and myself will be breaking down the box scores from what was an exciting week 14 slate we had ravens bills and niners saints both games were pretty fun we'll talk about it on the other side of pro football rewind keep it here on the sports grid are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast sports grid will provide you with real-time content statistics and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. All right, we are back here. Pro Football Rewind. Kevin Walsh and Davis Maddock taking you through uh, the Week 14 slate. And, Davis, let's talk about what is uh, maybe the game of the season. Niners-Saints. The total of this game was 46. Not typically would you be able to get to the total with either team's actual points. 48-46, the Niners win this game. Uh, they move on to be 11-2. The Saints uh, fall to 10-3 and now. Obviously, this was big uh, in terms of the one seed. Just, did you think this was going to be the high-scoring affair that it was, almost flirting with 100 total points? So I definitely didn't think it was going to be the highest scoring game of the week. Mm -hmm. I actually thought that Kansas City, New England had the chance to get there. I did think it was going to be high scoring, though. Uh, They they did not cover, but I did pick the uh, New Orleans Saints. And of course, they lost Mm -hmm. on the uh, the dramatic last minute field goal. After watching this game, though, I feel pretty vindicated about liking the Saints side Mm -hmm. because the whole reasoning for the line of this game was the dominant 49ers defense. And of course, you know, we we just Mm -hmm. didn't see that in this game. Drew Brees, uh, you know, 40 passing attempts. 349 passing yards he had five passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown uh you know just a huge fantasy day for him and i thought the saints offense pretty much looked comfortable this entire game and uh i i know the 49ers won this game mm-hmm. i know that they they walked they you know they marched into new orleans and they were able to come out of there with a win where they scored 48 but somehow i actually feel less encouraged about their chances in the playoffs after watching this game <laughs> than i did when it started because because, you know, do we do we really think that this is who Jimmy Garoppolo is? Do right. we think that he's going to be throwing four passing touchdowns? Do we think they're going to be able to? That's what they're going to do in the playoffs. Like, I, I kind of don't think so. And I think that, you know, maybe against the Seahawks in particular, I really think that they are at uh, a disadvantage because, you know, so much of their strength does come from the defense. And when they've played, uh, you know, fast or or really good quarterbacks this year, they've struggled against mobile quarterbacks and the elite quarterbacks this year. I, I kind of think they're still susceptible. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you what, in terms of the schedule, the, the Saints, it, the final three is more favorable. It sounds cliche, but beating a team twice is tough. If they meet up again, that's a tall task for the Niners. And if it's in the Dome, winning there twice, good luck with that. So I, I tend to agree with you. But in fantasy perspective, I mean, Drew Brees, six total touchdowns, five passing. And then you, you look at Garoppolo, four total touchdowns, both through uh, on the nose for 349 yards. Are these guys that you're going to be able to absolutely fully trust uh, in these fantasy playoff matchups? I think Breeze for sure. I mean, we know we would rather start Breeze at home than on Mm -hmm. the road, but I definitely think that the Saints offense is in a place right now because Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, he really struggled with efficiency today. He had 13 rushing attempts, was only able to get 25 rushing yards, was not involved much as a receiver either, only four for 18. So right now their offense is kind of in the the, the best place it can be in is with Drew Breeze passing. Jimmy, on the other hand, 
I think he's probably a, like a back end quarterback one, but even someone like, you know, Josh Allen, uh, you know, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, I would prefer those guys. Uh, I, I would definitely prefer those guys over Jimmy G. I know that feels crazy to say mm-hmm. with him coming off of this four touchdown game, but the the nature of the San Francisco 49ers offense, it's just a little bit more conservative. You know, even in this crazy high intensity game, some of their best plays were Matt Breida rushing attempts, right? Like he mm-hmm. was uh, the, the long Matt Breida rush is actually what set up the game-winning field goal uh, before the the George Kittle reception. So, you know, I, I do kind of think that Jimmy is a, a volatile guy to be starting in the fantasy playoffs. What about Jared Cook? Now, he had two catches, but they were productive. 64 yards and two touchdowns. He's got four touchdowns in as many weeks. You know, I don't think this was a guy that people were over the moon about starting in the fantasy playoffs. He obviously left this game hurt, but if this guy is healthy to go, considering the position, should people be excited about starting Jared Cook to close out the year? You got to be excited about any tight end that is even involved in their offense. The, the state of fantasy tight ends right now, it's so brutal. Like uh, you're, you're looking at guys like people thought they hit the jackpot with uh, with Jack Doyle. He was barely involved in the passing game for uh for Indianapolis today and we have guys filling in you know like we have uh we have Ian Thomas who came in and had a big game today we had uh Tyler Higby last week who had a big game for the Los Angeles Rams so really people are just they are scraping the bottom of the barrel for tight end points so you know provided that Jared mm-hmm. Cook uh is able to you know be healthy and be playing in weeks 15 and 16 I think you have to be excited about using him and, and I think part of the reason why people think that Jared Cook has been a disappointment is he was horrible to start the year yes. he I believe he only had like six catches in the first month of the season. But since then, he's been a, you know, a top 10 tight end in fantasy. And, you know, we we just really have that anchor effect with him of remembering how disappointing he was at the beginning of the year. But, you know, when the year ends, Jared Cook is going to have, you know, top 10 tight end fantasy numbers. And I think you should start him that way. Uh, Unless there's anything else that you feel necessary to hit on here, I'm ready to move on to Ravens Bills. Uh, one more thing. Uh, Tevin Coleman saw only three carries in this game, 10 for Raheem Mostert, six for Matt Breida. Mm-hmm. If you are a playoff team that either survived this Tevin Coleman performance or you had him in, uh, in weeks past and benched him and did not start him this week, I would not be looking forward to starting him for the rest okay. of the year. I think the team signed him to have a very specific role, but it wasn't for very much money. And uh, what they found was that Matt Breida is just <laughs> better than he is. Yeah, so, uh- you know, if, if Tevin Coleman is on your roster. I would not be starting him uh, in the weeks to come. Now, Ravens-Bills was the other marquee matchup uh, coming into this 1 o'clock. The Ravens win 24-17. They continue to be uh, the hottest team in the football now, sole possession uh, of that top spot in the AFC. Uh, and, you know, Davis, I remember we did the show way back uh, one time I got to fill in for Matt. And you said, yeah, Lamar Jackson is, at worst, the second-best fantasy quarterback. It's it's held true, and it's, it's been a bit better than even you said at that point because I know Mahomes had the injury. Coming up against a tough Bills defense, this guy still throws three touchdowns. I mean, it feels like a no-brainer. This guy's the fantasy MVP and the league MVP. Yeah, both. He is definitely going like him and Christian McCaffrey are going to be the two guys who are on the most like fantasy football championship rosters at the end of the year. Uh, Like I'm in some of these high stakes leagues, the FFPC main event uh, and some of these other leagues. And and just looking at the top of those leaderboards, the teams that are all the way up there, they have Lamar Jackson and they have Christian McCaffrey. And this game, it's not going to get a ton of like there's not going to be a ton of national media attention about this game. It's a Bills game, and they were expected to win, and they did. But I actually think this was one of the more impressive performances of Lamar's, you know, of his season because 
He did this pretty much entirely with his arm. He only rushed 11 times in this game. Mark Ingram was more involved as a rusher, was even used as the Wildcat quarterback a couple times. And uh, the two plays that really broke this game open, one was the 61-yard touchdown to Hayden Hurst. Lamar threw what I thought was probably the best pass of his career thus far, hit Hayden Hurst perfectly in stride over the safeties as he was getting smashed by the defensive end. I mean, just a, just the most perfect pass. And then the scramble play where he's moving off to his right and he's about to run it into the end zone, but he sees that his tight end, Nick Boyle, has shed the block in front of him, so he, he kind of jumps and throws it up over the defensive lineman that was about to tackle him. Nick Boyle catches it and secures it for the touchdown. It's just... I. I I cannot imagine how these defenses are going to supposed like, I don't know how you guard Lamar Jackson. I, I just don't know how you stop him. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you, as somebody who actually played Lamar's over rushing yards prop, uh, it was unfortunate he did it with his arm, but I'm a fan of the guy, so I, I was glad to still see him get it done. Uh, Mark Andrews, it could be questionable because they've got the short week against the Jets. If that's the case, is it Hayden Hurst? Is it Nick Boyle? Could it be both? Both were touchdown scorers today. Uh, so Nick Boyle, like historic, like not historically, but this year he's played more snaps than uh, than uh, Hayden Hurst. But Hayden Hurst is more of the natural receiver. Nick mm-hmm. Boyle is more of like the natural blocking tight end, kind of like uh, actually kind of like what we saw with the Carolina Panthers today, where uh, you know Manhurts came in and played a ton of snaps, but it was Ian Thomas that was running routes. Uh, Boyle has basically played over sixty percent of the snaps for this team, uh, like over the last two months of the season, whereas. Hurst and Andrews are more of situational players. I would think that Hurst is probably going to be the guy that we want to pick up for fantasy because again he's playing some of the limited snaps but he is a more natural receiving tight end I mean people forget (laughs) he was actually drafted ahead of Lamar Jackson by the Baltimore Ravens he was the 25th overall pick went went uh, seven picks before Lamar Jackson which uh that's like a that's a that's big bar trivia for you people out there if you ever if you ever want to stump your friends ask them who was who did the Ravens draft ahead of Lamar Jackson and no one will get it and it's It's, Hayden Hurst so actually on, on a short week I think Hayden Hurst might be a very sneaky waiver wire pickup for some of these teams that might be missing. You know, Jared Cook, Evan Ingram is out injured. Greg Olson is out injured. I think it's it's definitely viable that uh, Hayden Hurst could be a starting tight end. It's wild that they selected him not only over Mark Andrews, but as you said, Lamar Jackson. It's one of my favorite little things that exists out there. We come back. Josh Allen, not the greatest game and a tough schedule to finish off the fantasy season. We'll talk about how trustworthy he is on the other side, along with the rest of week four team on Pro Football Rewind. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combos, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That is promo code ACTION for a 10% discount dailyrodo.com where millionaires are made uh we are back here on pro football rewind kevin walsh alongside davis maddock we were talking about ravens bills davis and for me josh allen's performance i would like to think uh could be considered concerning here only the one touchdown throws for 146 yards on 17 uh completions on 39 attempts uh on the ground absolutely a non-factor two carries for nine yards and this feels like it's important considering that his uh playoff schedule will close at Steelers and at Pats Man, I, I'm actually was just looking at the Steelers schedule on the way out. And uh, this this Bill Steelers game is huge for the AFC playoff picture. But mm-hmm. also the, the Josh Allen uh, sucking for fantasy thing is a pretty big story, <laughs> too, because he was he's been a guy who was top 10 in all of in all of fantasy running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, everyone in fantasy points scored. And he was brutal today. Mm-hmm. Like there are definitely people who were starting him in this matchup against the Ravens because, you know, they thought, OK, well, well, you know, whatever. And, and even in these tough spots for Josh Allen, he's been able to do it as a runner. And, you know, I, I kind of have to I got to give some fault to the coaching staff for the Bills. You know, they know that Josh Allen is not this hyper efficient passer. They know that he's never going to Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, march his team up and down the field with quick passes and being really decisive and calling the plays. And I don't really think that they put him in a position to succeed. You know, two rushing attempts. They had mm-hmm. a, a goal line possession 
where they didn't attempt to run him once and they had to settle for a field goal that that's not good coaching that's not intelligent this was a this was a game that was winnable and basically would have been a must win game for them like it had they had they treated this like a must win game going forward on fourth down you know not settling for field goals when they got in the red zone there there is actually a chance that believe it or not they actually could still win this division yes. had they won this game now it's it's probably dead now mm-hmm. the patriots would have to go on an all-time swoon to not win the division now but you know i, I think the bills should kind of be ashamed for how they played this game because it was winnable and they they left they left some plays out there on the field this also then the bad game from josh allen led to a bad game from john brown who's been incredible all year long but this game had eight targets but it was only good for three catches and 26 yards if we're going to be concerned about about josh allen do we then have to be concerned about john brown or at least you know be happy that he was still the receiver of eight targets I think you're leaning more towards being happy that he still got the eight targets. So even when kind of everything went sideways, he was still tied for the most targets on the team. Devin Singletary tied him with uh, with really just a lot of check downs. So, yeah, John Brown was brutal today. And of course, he probably would have been a guy that you could have talked yourself into sitting. I would imagine probably that about 50 percent of John Brown's owners, you know, found a way to get him onto the bench and started someone in a little bit easier of a matchup. But Mm -hmm. if you were able to survive this performance from John Brown into next week uh, or into the next few weeks. I do think that he's a guy that I would feel comfortable starting provided, you know, they don't have horrible matchups. They get the Steelers up next. Not a great matchup. You know, he's going to have Minka Fitzpatrick on him some, but I think the, the the Patriots matchup is actually an example of a spot that, that might look bad on the surface, but I think it's still actually pretty manageable. Mm. Singletary establishing himself as a guy that we can trust for the playoffs here. Uh, pretty much, you know, in terms of fantasy, him getting over into PPR 15 points would be the lone bright spot. And he had a season high in both targets and receptions. Yeah, so the, I guess if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say one bad thing about the Bills coaching staff, I probably need to compliment for them for something that they did well, and that was that they they didn't try and use too much Frank Gore yeah. in what was you know a really important game for them to win. They know Devin Singletary is better, so they started to use him that way. They did cost themselves again the the, the red zone possession, giving Frank Gore a goal line carry when they probably should have given it to Josh Allen. But you know Singletary with this workload, like this is like a, a you know a top ten kind of running back workload and things have changed so much at the running back position over the last two weeks we have so many running back injuries which is kind of what always happens this late in the season Mm -hmm. and Singletary you know is a guy who took six weeks off with that hamstring injury so he's pretty fresh I I could again I could see Singletary on some of these playoff teams that just really make a run any other closing thoughts with this one before we go to Falcons Panthers uh, you know, just uh, Lamar. Lamar is the MVP, yeah. and uh, be very glad that you have him on your fantasy team. Yeah, I, I think that is well said. Falcons, Panthers, a 40-20 to 20, uh, dismantling at the hands of the Atlanta Falcons. The first game, uh, this team not coached by Ron Rivera in some time. Uh, and to a degree, I think you could say it showed. Now, at the end of the day, Christian McCaffrey, you look at the, the work in the rushing game, not productive. What does it matter? 11 catches, 82 yards. Obviously, I would never ask you, are you starting this guy? There's no scenario where you're not. But are you concerned overall about how the Panthers team could finish the season off uh, if they're going to you know, end up 5-11 and 11 here? 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, they, they probably will get, uh, they probably will get pretty close. I think that this team, they need, they just need a new coach. Like the, the Dan Quinn thing, it's not working and they have a ton of talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And we see this happen with teams. We see this happen in basketball. We see this happen in hockey, just a a team, a core stays together too long. Mm. They suffer, you know, some sort of big traumatic loss, which, uh, the Falcons did in that Super Bowl, And they, they just never get right. And the Falcons really have not looked right since then for the Falcons Devonta Freeman I, I think you would consider the the big bright spot he's really starting to come on now 17 carries 84 yards and the touchdown had four receptions here uh, this is a lot closer to the guy that people were drafting uh you know in the third rounds of their drafts Devonta Freeman are earning the trust for the fantasy playoffs <sighs> so Niners I did not play deck, very though. much Ooh. of him yeah, I, I did not play very much of him in DFS today, and, I, and I'm and i very much regretting that mm-hmm. because the Daily Roto projections loved him in this spot against Carolina. I would say, though, if, if a Falcons fan wanted to find a bright spot or fantasy players as well, I think it's got to be Calvin Ridley. I mean, Ridley is, is yeah. going to score more fantasy points this year than Julio Jones. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Ridley was a guy who was drafted in the in like the fifth round. He's really been, you know, one of like he's going to be another guy who's a staple of winning fantasy teams if I can ask you to project uh, you know a week ahead this team traveling to San Fran would have been a daunting matchup considering the 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 points that they bled in this Falcons offense finding a bit of a rhythm here to close out this season uh, are you all systems go on Freeman Julio Ridley Matt Ryan uh next week against that Niners team no, man, I, I, I do not think that I'm in on the Falcons as as an all systems go play against San Francisco. The Saints at home, that's definitely one scenario. But, you know, thinking right. about, you know, a, a gimpy playing 75 percent of the snaps, Julio Jones against Richard Sherman. Not great on that. Matt Ryan playing outdoors against a defense that is mm-hmm. going to be able to get to him early and often. Not feeling great about that. I think I, I would start Hooper for sure. Uh, and I would start Ridley against this team for sure. And I mean, you're you're never benching Julio. Right. Like you you cannot bring yourself to bench him. But that's not going to be a position that you like feel comfortable with. You're going to be like, well, I guess I'm starting him, but I'm not happy about it. Anything else from this game before we hit Browns Bengals? Uh, I mean, I just I really hope that Kyle Allen is not a starting NFL quarterback next year because <laughs> I'm I am really sick of watching him. He is he is a brutal watch. Yeah, he is doing enough to, you know, Cam coming back to Carolina actually uh, really could be in play for that team because there's all this talk about where does Cam land. Uh, And I mean, I'll even ask you, do you think Cam is is starting for this Panthers team next year or do you think he has to find a home elsewhere? Either they are starting him or they have traded him to... You know, I can't think of a maybe maybe Tampa Bay. Maybe they let go of Jameis and they give up a first round draft pick for Cam or something like that. But I would I would make Cam a minus one fifty favorite mm. to uh, to start in this game or to start for them in the first game next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's a really interesting spot. Uh, what this Panthers team's going to do, even them drafting Will Greer, and it, you know, is he in the conversation? Uh, but I want to talk Browns Bengals, and this is a game that had a lot uh, of buzz around it, not from the actual game, but no surprise, Odell Beckham uh, and the off-field stuff here. Now, uh, I do think he gets a lot of flack sometimes, but here we are again, him kind of wanting out of a situation here, and you know, this Cleveland team obviously, Davis has not lived up to 
expectations, but they're able to get their sixth win uh, of the season. However, uh, you know, if you're an Odell Beckham owner, I mean, this has gotten brutal. Two catches for 39 yards, and that's all you got. So, so brutal, man. And every time, so every time they go to the, to the Browns when they're on the red zone channel, you're like, oh, this isn't anything good. They're not, they're not showing me the Browns because something good happened. They're going to show me, you know, their defense giving up a big run, Baker throwing an interception or like them failing on fourth and goal or something. It's like watching this team. It's horrible. It's like, they are not coached. It's like they just go out there and they just are running like schoolyard plays. Like no, like everyone is not disciplined. Uh, they they get penalties all the time. They they just are always in these weird positions. I, I don't know. They they were a team I was so excited to watch. You know, I love mm-hmm. Baker. Loved watching him in college. Love Odell. You know, I think Landry is a pretty interesting player. I think Nick Chubb is really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think David Njoku, who was back in this game, did nothing. Three targets, uh, one catch, four yards. You know, I I was excited for this team, and it is a big disappointment how bad they were. Even Baker, I, I'm, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some people out there made the leap of playing him in this matchup. 11 for 24, 192 yards and two picks. To his credit, the picks weren't really on him, but that doesn't make anything better if you played him in fantasy. If you did start him and you somehow got through it, the Cardinals are on deck. Could you possibly see Baker as an option uh, for, I guess, what would probably be a semifinal matchup in the fantasy football playoffs? I'll tell you what, if Baker Mayfield is out there on your waiver wire, which I'd have to think he is starting to get dropped in uh, quite a number of leagues, I do think that you can start him against the Arizona Cardinals because the Cardinals, they have been just so generous on defense to all of these opposing teams. We'll come back. We'll talk about the Chubb-Hunt split, how that could look in Arizona next week. And also, Joe Mixon starting to really deliver here for the fantasy football playoffs. We'll talk about that more on Pro Football Rewind. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. All right, we are back here. Pro Football Rewind. We were talking Bengals and Browns. It's Kevin Walsh and Davis Maddock. Uh, Davis, talk to me about this Chubb-Hunt split. I'm someone who personally uh, has had Nick Chubb all season long. It was treating me incredible. Uh, And now I I worry a little bit. Uh, I I was on a bye, luckily, this week. But, I mean, Kareem Hunt has really come in here and, and absolutely commanded his fair share, I guess, against Arizona, both more than viable next week. Yeah, definitely both of them are going to be viable against Arizona. But uh, yeah, it does not feel good as a Chubb owner. I, I have Chubb in a, a couple leagues. One of my 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 biggest dynasty league that I play in with a couple other uh, you know guys from around the fantasy industry had a, our quarterfinal today. Of course, I have Nick Chubb, and uh, you know if he had uh, if, I, if I was able to just play Cleveland running back, he was able to get those <laughs> nine rushes and right. uh, those uh, three targets for Kareem Hunt. Would have felt pretty good about that. The the biggest thing is just Chubb is not involved in the passing game yeah. at all anymore that that is all Kareem Hunt and that's brutal for Nick Chubb because that that was really all that was separating him from someone like you know 2018 Leonard Fournette or whatever mm-hmm. uh you know just those those rush only style running backs and uh you know it, it, I don't think that this is going to remedy itself anytime soon I think this is what Kareem Hunt is going to be for the rest of the year and what's tough about it is Chubb is, is good as a receiving back. It's just seemingly Kareem Hunt is better. And I can't really blame the Browns for not wanting to bury one guy into the ground. It just makes it difficult as a fantasy owner. Yeah, it makes it it makes it very difficult because it's not like you can sit them. It's right. just like you just have to accept that you're going to get half of what you got before. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, man, 23 carries, 146 yards and a touchdown, uh, had four targets good enough for three catches uh, and 40 yards. He's really been coming on strong uh, to close out this season here. Uh, The Bengals next week do host the Patriots. But uh, I mean, I'm kind of looking at Mixon, a guy we might end up, you know, kind of calling a guy who wins you fantasy leagues. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, what what happened is when they when the when the Bengals realized they weren't going to win any games, they just they stopped throwing as much and they just started giving the ball to Joe Mixon. Yeah. Twenty three carries in this game, only four for Giovanni Bernard, uh, and he was also used in the passing game as well. Four targets, three catches for forty yards for him. And uh, you know, certainly you cannot be complaining if you own Joe Mixon in any mm-hmm. format and were actually able to make the fantasy football playoffs. You know, uh, with, with 
with him on your roster because he was one of the worst guys to own for the first eight weeks of the season. And then once Ryan Finley came in, they were like, oh, actually, we're horrible at throwing the ball. So we are just going to give the ball to exclusively Joe Mixon as much as possible. I mean, I'll throw it out there because I was someone who was high on the Browns. You said yourself that you were high on the Browns. They close out the year uh, at Cardinals, home versus the Ravens, at Bengals. Is there any chance this team is 9-7, and seven, above 500, gives you a shot at the playoffs? Any chance? So I think there probably is a chance, but they are going to run into a difficult situation there, which is I think that the Titans and the Steelers are probably both favorites to be nine and seven or better. In fact, I think the Steelers probably I think the Steelers probably will be. So what what every Steelers fan should be doing is they should be rooting against the Titans very heavily because the Mm -hmm. Raiders aren't going to do it. The Jets aren't going to do it. Uh, You know, of course, the uh, the Broncos are not going to do it either, despite their uh, their strong performance today so I think that is the the Browns best chance and what the, the what they're going to do is the Browns are going to look back on some of these games that they have blown like uh, like uh, they're going to they're going to look back at that Steelers game and they're yes. going to be like oh my we can't believe that we freaking lost that game the, the Broncos one to me Davis was the absolute uh, killer anything else with these two teams uh, before we hit Packers Redskins uh, I mean, maybe some people are probably going to want to talk about the Bengals wide receivers. Uh, I mm-hmm. just think it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough to pick between, you know, Boyd, Ross, Tate. Like they're playing a lot of guys. They yeah. they had uh, they had nine different guys get targets today. That offense is just not concentrated enough to for you to be like really comfortable starting anybody. Yeah, Tyler Boyd was someone who who early in the year was really kind, and Dalton back has has helped this situation. But uh, I agree, it's not something you're over the moon about. Uh, Packers Redskins today. I mean, the Packers were big favorites at home uh, against this Washington team. Uh, they don't even really come close to covering uh, because even with the late touchdown from the Redskins, the Packers weren't going to cover beforehand. Before we kind of get into the, you know the box score, of this whole thing. I mean, the Packers are ten and three, but. Even if having Aaron Rodgers, they they do not feel on the tier of, say, the Saints and the Niners. No, I mean, I I don't think I would pick... Uh, the Packers against any of the NFC playoff teams. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe I would against like the Rams, maybe. But like you, you go down and look, Cowboys, Packers. You know, you'd think that's that's probably pretty close, and you you might even err on the side of the Cowboys. 49ers for sure you go for the 49ers mm-hmm. Seahawks you definitely are going to take the Seahawks I would even say I would in their own division I would even say I would probably take the Vikings straight up over them wow. so I, I I definitely agree with you I do not think that this is the strongest iteration of the Packers by any means and it is a bit bizarre because I do think that they have a good enough defense they, they've shown some flaws but it's good enough to where if Rodgers was special they they really could make that claim. And even from a fantasy perspective, this thing's been hit or miss. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I went over one and a half touchdown passes for this guy today, and it was minus 150 to get the over. And I probably got value on that minus 150, uh, and it hurt quite a bit to see him only go out there and throw one touchdown pass in this game. Yeah, and he definitely had opportunities. So the one he did throw was to Robert Tanyan, but he had one that hit rookie tight end Jay Sternberger in the hands, didn't get it. And uh, definitely a, a big thing that they're doing differently uh, over like uh, this year that they've never done before is on the goal line, With when you had a Green Bay running back in fantasy, you knew it's never going to. It does, you know, does not matter who it is. And they've had... 
20 guys that they've rotated through in Aaron Rodgers' career, but you knew it was never going to him. And now Aaron Jones is having such a phenomenal season and has earned so much of Rodgers' trust that on the one-yard line, they just give it to Aaron Jones. Yeah, I don't know if I can ever remember someone like Aaron Jones having the season that he has while also finding a way to have a couple of games where he is absolutely miserable. Uh, He feels very, very boom or bust, although to his credit, I think it's been more boom. The interesting thing for this Green Bay team is they'll finish out the regular season, uh, and obviously then that means the fantasy playoffs. With their entire division, they're going to host the Bears next week, and then they're going to travel to Minnesota from a fantasy perspective, from a betting perspective, even just straight up, how do you think Green Bay is going to finish this thing out? I do not think that they are going to finish it out particularly strong because their passing offense, which has been what they have, you know, what they have... They, they have built off of that for pretty much forever. And I, I don't know if they are. I don't know if that's who they are anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I do think that they're going to struggle in that road game a lot against the Vikings. That Lions game, probably a shoe in given their quarterback situation. Right. But, you know, if that Vikings game that could be for the division mm-hmm. would not surprise me to see them. You, I, I would not surprise me if like what happens to what happened to them against San Francisco happened to them against wow. this Vikings team. Yeah, I, I think it says a lot because one is quarterbacked by Rodgers and one is quarterbacked by Cousins. And I know Cousins is having a good season, but for the love of God, it is still Kirk Cousins. But there's just something off about this Packers team. I say that now knowing that in a Rodgers big spot, I, I'll always end up probably backing him. On the other side of the coin, the Washington Redskins won two games in a row coming into this. They were fairly competitive in this spot. I mean, if we're long-term projecting, Dwayne Haskins, is this a guy that you could see yourself being willing to own next year in fantasy if he's going to be coming at an incredibly cheap price, which I would assume he will? So the reason why I will... I mean... I probably will not be drafting Haskins at all. He would be a guy I would be more interested in investing on the waiver wire. And there are a couple reasons. The first is that he does not run at all. Didn't run at all in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely there were some people like uh, Stephen A. Smith who <laughs> thought he was a running quarterback. But uh, the, the guy the guy does not run. So pretty right. much right there, when I'm looking at cheap quarterbacks in fantasy, the first thing I want to know is, does this guy run? If he doesn't run, I'm not super interested. The second reason why I'm not super interested is I I think his coaches are bad and I don't know if the coaches are going to get replaced. You know, every year Washington sucks and they never they never fire the coaches. They don't turn anything over. They keep the same GM. So it's hard for me to invest in a situation where I don't think the coaches are very good. I don't even think Haskins is that good. I I think Mm. he's okay, And I think he is a guy who's going to be he's definitely going to reflect his coaching staff and the offense that he's put in and also doesn't really have great weapons. McLaurin has been really good. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, where's the talent on this offense? Darius guys can't stop getting injured. Their yeah. best offensive player outside of McLaurin, you'd probably say is Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. Well, Thompson doesn't get used either. So like, or mm-hmm. Tom, and he's always injured. So, you know, I just, I just don't know where the fantasy point scoring would come from. The unfortunate thing is it's, it's a nice fantasy playoff schedule here. Uh, home against the Eagles and home against the Giants. Like, Terry McLaurin's probably a start, but, I mean, can you pull yourself to start anybody else? Let's If Geis is ruled out, AP did have 20 carries, 76 yards, and a touchdown. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that you can start Adrian Peterson when Geis isn't active because this team knows that their quarterbacking situation is not good, so they don't even force it. You know, they, there have been games this year where they've been down 20 points and they've still just been establishing the run super, super hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I really do think that it, it is. It, it's tough, though, because if Geis is involved, you'd want to be excited about Geis, but... How can you be? This guy is constantly getting hurt. I think the talent's there, Davis, but how can you trust him? Yeah, I, I'm completely with you. I do I do think that he is a very talented player, but you know, for, for a lot of us who play like in dynasty leagues and things like that, we we just think about, you know, what are the what's the most likely outcomes for players' mm-hmm. careers and when you miss a rookie season with injury. You miss half of your second year with injury. And then you you bookend that season. So he was injured to start the year. Now he's going to be injured to end the year. Yeah. I'm just always going to let someone else bet on that player. Right. Because well, you know what's one thing we know about football? Guys are always going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So at any given time, you want the least amount of injured players on your roster. Because yes. you want guys who can score points. Uh, any other thing from this game? We're going to hit Lions-Vikings next. Maybe just, you know, Devontae Adams with a, with a very subpar day. Yeah, I mean, and this was just a, a very relaxed game for the yeah. Packers. We, we There was never any doubt that they were going to lose. Peterson scored at the end, but there there was this game was really never in doubt for the uh, for the Packers. And, you know, they were up two touchdowns pretty much immediately. Devontae Adams was targeted when he was in the game, when it was competitive. I, I think that in more competitive games, you know, he's he's basically going to be fine. Yeah, there you know there's something about this Packers team. They really it doesn't seem like they care about the score. As long as they win, they win. If they're getting blown out, they're like, "All right, whatever. We'll we'll we'll, we'll run it back next week." There there is this weird it's a nonchalant vibe, but I don't know if it's swagger or lack of care. It, there there's something just weird uh, about this Packers team uh, coming up against a break, but I want to uh, bring in this Vikings Lions game. The Vikes uh, were big favorites here. If you covered it, depended on the number you got. I think early on, it was probably around a 14, maybe 13 and a half. It closed under 13, though, I think in a lot of spots. They win 20 to seven. It was a late touchdown that came for Blau. Um, you know, I mean, from the Lions perspective, quickly, the receiving core is usually where the attraction is. Uh, so you look forward for the Lions next week they're going to play the Bucks. Uh, are you looking forward to starting Galladay and Marvin Jones and company probably not Marvin Jones because Blau Blau is like the classic bad ball quarterback and that's not going to work with Marvin Jones it is definitely going to work with Kenny Galladay and you know what I think I would still even start Bo Scarborough against that Buccaneers defense because they might have Ryan Griffin at quarterback so I would think that would make the spread for that game you know significantly closer and even in this game where they were getting shut out until I believe the last drive of the uh, or the second drive of the fourth quarter Scarborough still got 19 carries yeah. Uh, when we come back here, we'll talk about the Vikings side of things. Kirk Cousins, Stefan Diggs, Will Thielen come back on the other side here of Pro Football Rewind. Keep it locked on the sports grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.